do the work to carry their load and allow them to do it, allow them to show up for themselves. Mm-hmm. These are such deep belief concepts that we have because mm-hmm. as kids, we are empaths as kids because we are trying to support others. We're trying to be loved more. And if you are more empathic, that's your language of love is you see what's needed and you step in and provide. The, yeah. the problem with the belief system is that we often, we give too much of our own energy to do that. Yeah, that's just it, isn't it? We've got to make sure that when we do our job, we get our clients to do their job too and do their part. Welcome to September. And in the Facebook group, Strictly Education and Support, we're currently involved in the Get Sorted September Challenge. Why don't you come over and join us? As long as you join before the 20th, then you'll be in it to win it. There's a challenge tracker. And if you win on the challenge tracker, then you'll win a one-to-one with me. So maybe, just maybe, I'll see you over in the group and I'll see you on the challenge. For now, you enjoy the podcast and hope to see you soon. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists and practitioners responding directly to the needs of the practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business, something clinical, you'll get the variety you need to enjoy and stay motivated in practice. So thanks for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast for our episodes. If you'd like more support, get in contact and I look forward to working with you soon. Lovely afternoon and it's clearly a beautiful afternoon in Perth because Leslie is sitting outside, the birds are singing, she's had galas going overhead. It's lovely. So drizzling and horrible and cold in Adelaide. We can only dream of sunshine. So, Leslie, introduce yourself. Tell everybody, what do you do? I mean, you're a naturopath. I've known you for five years now, something like that, probably. And but you do lots of other things as well. And so tell us about what you're doing and what you do. Yeah, so I'm a naturopath and a herbalist, but I also run something called Journey Drum Meditation. And I have been doing this for a very, very, very long time. And it all started because of my intuitive gifts. I'm really intuitive and I was seeing things about people and I used to get messages and feelings and intuitions. And so I always looked for a teacher who could explain it to me and I could never find one. So I gathered so much information where I eventually got to the point where I could start explaining what I wanted to know. And I found the more you empower yourself and your life and more you understand yourself, the more you heal. Most of my students, which has been really surprising to me, is they say it's healed their trauma, which has been surprising because we've never directly spoken about it. And what I found as well is I've become a master at symbolism. It's like dream interpretation. It's like conscious dreaming in a way. So mostly how my work works is that I take people on guided meditations into a landscape, and it really depends on what our intention is. And we have a look at that landscape, and then we come back and we interpret it a little bit like dreams. And it gives you so much insight into what is going on in your life, what your energy is like, what you your energy is bringing up, how you interact with others, where your path may even go, where you have come from, how that's influenced you. There's so many layers. And so I've developed courses around and kind of growing that. And it is amazing. I've done journeys with you and I know who my spirit guides are and I've done all the things. I'm not particularly woo, as I'm sure everybody would agree that was me. I'm quite clinically focused and clinically based, but I really, I feel, really feel supported when I do the visualizations and everything else with you. And today we thought we'd talk more around that aspect in our businesses because you're combining your jobs, you're combining your modalities. 
And that is something that a lot of people struggle with when they come out into practice is combining their past life with their current knowledge and making it one thing. And there's a lot of how do I do that? So I was a nurse, so it was hard to bring it into, it was easy to bring it into naturopathy, but it was really hard to interpret and to get people to do what I needed them to do because of my nursing behaviors, the way I was trained to just tell people to do things and to assume they did them and off they went. You never saw them again. So I trained as a coach because I needed to change the way I behaved and spoke to people. So I had to do those things. But then my coaching course is just a coaching course, like you said with yours. You know so much and then you have to figure it out for yourself so that you can teach it. The same with my coaching course. I did a year's coaching course, but it taught you to be a coach. It didn't teach you to be a naturopathic coach or to coach your naturopathic clients. So I had to weave this newfound knowledge into my business. And then I had to weave the next thing into my business or not. You know, I did kinesiology. I was rubbish at it. So I never wedged it in. I do muscle tests, but I don't do any of kinesiology because I, I couldn't work it in there. I did it. I really enjoyed the course, but it didn't work. The hypnosis, for example, people want hypnosis, but I know they need naturopathy. So I've had to meld the two together. And lots of people have other background knowledge that they have to meld into their business. And you have to figure out where your business is going. And so you've got a course coming up and you've got a workshop coming up, Journey to Success. And the workshop, very interestingly, starts on the 4th. And then on the 5th, we've got a challenge coming up in Strictly Education. So that I was hoping to have the page ready for today, but I haven't finished it. So it'll be up later today, everyone, or tomorrow morning. But with Journey to Success, that's around business as well, isn't it? It's around making sure that you've got what you need. And so tell us more about the your workshop and what's coming up on the 4th. I'm really excited to present this kind of a taster of my work and it gives you the opportunity. And I know so many naturopaths, we work for ourselves and there's there's not much, you know, some of us work in shops or we work for bigger companies. There's so many different things and ways you can do naturopathy or herbalism or nutrition. And what's really useful, I've found with my journey and my visualization and meditating on your business is that I've been guiding a few of my students into their workplace or their business. And it's been really fascinating to see what has shown up for them. Just for instance, I had one work colleague and she was talking, she really had this clash with a colleague at work and they had a more senior position and she couldn't figure out what the clash was, what was the energy going on. So we, we did a meditation around it and it really became fascinating on her viewpoint of what a manager's role was and what she thought they were expecting of them. And just from kind of unraveling her symbols in the story. So sometimes we use animals, every animal carries an element. So let's just say often I will get people to say like, close your eyes, what animal are you? And they will go, I'm a giraffe or I'm a mouse. And then I'm like, okay, think of the other person, close your eyes, what animal are they? They're a bird or they're a fish. And then it kind of becomes fun when we start unpacking the symbolism of like, how does a bird see the world very differently to a giraffe or a mouse? They have different perspectives, different viewpoints. They value different things. And when I start to explain if they've said their boss or colleague is like a bird, and I start explaining how birds view the world, how that compares to how they view the world, we have a real giggle. Because what is fun about that too is you let go that even though we're all human, we have different perspectives of the world. We see things differently. So you can start to value that person's perspective and the way that they come to it. When we look at just journeying into your business, a fun thing, I kind of take you into a landscape and 
what you get is unique to you, how you see the world. So we kind of unplug that and have a look at how do you see the world? How do you experience it? And then we go in with an intention of like, where is your business? What's going on and what do you most want to focus on in your business right now? So just off the top of my head, say, for example, you see this little sapling tree in your journey and you are really focused on the sapling tree. So not anything can come up in a person's journey. But let's just say, for instance, it's a sapling tree. Then we kind of figure out, well, what does that mean? So your business is the sapling tree. What does it need? Does it need more water, which is emotional support and nourishment from your? Are you giving it enough attention? Is it neglected? Is the soil depleted and dry? Is it getting the nutrients it needs? I mean, you could even see how we can journey a client's energy or even get a client to have a look at their landscape as well. I do this now and again with clients too, where they will do visualizations with me and I can from just the symbolism, I know exactly what's going on in their life. So the fun thing about doing this meditation on your business is you will kind of see where is your business going. What is fun when I do it for my own business, sometimes I see, sometimes the path is a bit harder before I get to my end goal. Or how long is it going to be before I get to my end goal? I get a really good perception of that. Like what obstacles will I have before I get to where I'm going? What else do I need to bring into my business landscape? to support it, to give it the energy that it needs? What else do I need to bring into my energy to give me more energy and support so that I can achieve my goals? I'm sure this is painting a whole picture for you as I'm talking. So we kind of look at the symbolism from that and also to have a look at your energies. Are you tactile? Are you visionary? Are you auditory? Are you kinesthetic? And how to really understand your energy because after all, our consciousness creates our reality. What you see is what you're going to get. And we all know that if we have a low energy day, we cannot be motivated to do Facebook posts or talk about anything or be stuffed to do anything. So we have to back to ourselves and nourish ourselves first. Absolutely. With these visualizations on our business, we can then, you did it with a mentee and um, or with a colleague. And the point is we can do these with our clients as well. We can totally bring visualizations into our business. And I was doing visualizations before I trained in hypnosis. So I've been doing visualizations for quite a long time because I learned about them on the coaching course. They didn't fit in the way the coaching course suggested they should, but they fitted in to me with because people would come and they're very stressed and you have to get to the bottom of the stress. And they're trying to do all of the things. They're trying to parent the children, work full time, do all of the things. And so I found the visualizations were really, really good for them. So when do you put visualizations into practice, into your consults? Often I find for me, it's useful. As you said, like a visualization, you can help a person plug into their body, notice where they're carrying their stress, mm. how they breathe through it, where they're carrying it in their body. Um, but when you kind of take that upper level and you use symbolism, you can also then start to see, is it just that person and the way that they see things? Or is there somebody else? Or is there other energies? Or is it inherited from the family? Or is it even before that ancestral? When you look at different cultures, they have such specific belief systems. So in the visualization that I do, you start to learn the language of symbols. And so you can really see the layers of that. I mean, even when I get a client to do a visualization, Sometimes it's so clear that their gut is out of balance because I start to see the nutrients in their journey or the elements that they're lacking. So it's really, really fascinating. I'm kind of teaching you a language of symbolism that you can use with visualization and to just help a client step out of where they're going. I mean, like some cultures, they will go, I've got a stomach ache where they're actually really stressed and you wouldn't know it. And some people are so like clamped closed because they're so self-protective of their energy. It's like, how can you get them just to relax? 
And sometimes I can do it in the simplest thing, like just visualizing someone to hold a rose and mm-hmm. to just like, how heavy is that rose? What color is that rose? How big or small is it? Does it have petals? Can you feel the prickles of the stem? And you notice how you start engaging the person's senses. And then when I tell them to like recall that back to me, I can interpret the rose, its openness, its color, if they're tactile. I can interpret all those symbols as well about what's going on in that person's life, just from that image of a rose in their hand and how they're experiencing it. Does that make sense? Yeah, and you teach that as well. So it's not like you're just doing it, you teach it as well. So I mean, what's great about having other modalities, I mean, a lot of people just want to be, it's all I want to be, I'm going to quit my job and I'm just going to be an naturopath. And I think we have to remember, I've never suggested that people just be a naturopath and just, and when I say just, it's kind of like, I don't mean just as in a nothing, I mean just as in a single, just doing the one thing. A lot of people are in denial about their incredible skills and gifts from their past jobs and their past who they are. And by taking those with them and or learning one or two things new, I'm not really, I was one of these people who would learn a new modality every year for years and years and years and would always just fall back on that topic and think, why did I learn kinesiology? But introducing things into our business that like visualization, it's really easy to introduce them as long as we know how to do them. As long as we understand that verbal, that how am I going to discuss the rose with the client? How am I going to remember all of the aspects, you know, smell, taste, touch? What does it sound like even? You know, holding the rose as the sounds behind it. And it might not be the rose makes a new sound, but it could be birdsong in the back. Those knowing all of those things and asking those questions. And they come from, as from you, from what you were doing before you were an naturopath. Don't you find too, I mean, because you might have been drawn to kinesiology because you've experienced it. When I've experienced something myself and I can relate it to my own life, I mean, most of us became naturopaths because of health issues or because of something else going on in our lives. We've got direct experience or I know so many naturopaths who have overcome their own illnesses Mm. through naturopathy. That's why I teach the way I do because I'm very experiential. I need to experience something and then if it works for me and it's so useful and it's a useful tool, Mm. then I want to share it with everybody else. It's really interesting when we think about bringing things into our business and expanding our business and making our business how we want it to be because often our dreams don't align with the reality of what we're doing to reach that dream because often we just hold ourselves back and we've had lots of discussions about holding yourself back and not allowing yourself to take that next step, not allowing your, giving yourself permission to take the next step and do the next thing. And instead, that word procrastination, there's a lot of, are we procrastinating or are we just actually avoiding? Procrastination is the word of overwhelm, I feel. And sometimes we just avoid things. And when we're avoiding and putting off, what is it? Who is it that's holding us back? And that's where visualization for ourselves, for our clients, working in that other space really supports what we're doing and how we do things as well and our connections. So with your journey to success, so you've got this workshop on the 4th. How long is the workshop? What are you going to do? What's going to happen? So in the workshop, I'm actually going to do a pre-recording of the guided visualization. And when people sign up, they get the link and they've got a whole week to do the visualization. So what's useful about that is you can actually do it a few times and then you just, I will have questions at the end of that and you just write down what you saw, felt, heard in your visualization. So you've got a week to do that. You can just do it once or you can do it a few times. And then we're going to catch up for a live class 
to discuss your visualization, what you saw, felt, heard, and then I'm going to help you unpack your symbols. So I'll also get everybody to email me all the questions I've asked their answers so I can obviously gain insight into your journey and then give a holistic view of what it means. It's been amazing. I mean, I just, I remember the other day, someone actually sent me a message saying a journey I did them three years ago, we did a journey into their future, how they were holding on to that as a lifeline because how much of that has come true in the last three years, just on a, a guided visualization. And it really blew my mind. And it was all about their business and where they were going and what they would achieve. And it was so hard to see where they were at, but their journey gave them this feeling of how they would feel at the end of that and the ups and downs of mm. their landscape. And there would be challenges, but there would be great times. And there were such specific things in their visualization that they held on to and it helped them pull through really hard times. So that was so exciting for me to see. And they had to come back and tell me like, oh my God, you've got no idea how profound that one visualization was with me. That's- yeah, it's amazing. Isn't it? I've had a few clients, very similar sort of story, the visualization, the realization at the end of the visualization is phenomenal when they're sitting in the room they're like, oh my God oh, that just changed everything. It's made it all so clear and I can see what I'm doing and what they're doing and how I can move forward. I mean, I had one lady at the end of her visualization. It was her second or third. She came, third one maybe? The third one. And I think it was something like that. And she came and she was like, I want to do a visualization today. And I was like, oh, we weren't actually going to work on visualization today. We were going to do these other things. And uh, But that's cool. That's what you want to do. Let's do it. And so we did the, I was like, okay, we'll do a visualization. And at the end of the visualization, she said, yeah, I've confirmed we're going to move to Melbourne. Yep. She said, I, I've been feeling it since the last one. And I just wanted to confirm because I hadn't prepared a visualization because there was no intention of doing one in that session. And so I'd used a combination of her first, because she said, you know, it all came up from the last one. So I used a combination of the first two visualizations in this third one. And so that really it was amazing because it immediately she was able to go, okay, I can really see now. I know what's happening and I'm going to, I know that it can't change here and we're going to move to Melbourne. And I was like, okay. She says, I work for Telstra, so that's fine. I can work for them in Melbourne as easily as I can work here for them. And the whole family are going. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And, and how many decisions do we make on an emotional feeling? Yeah. I mean, they say, you look at marketing, people make like 80% of their decisions based on the feeling. And I know as a woman, I mean, I base so much of my decisions on my intuition now because I've learned to trust it. It tells me what's right or wrong for me. How do we learn that? How do we grow that? And it's so useful in practice. I mean, how many people choose herbs by what feels right for that person once you know them well? Even foods or you just have a feeling about things, don't you? And the better you get to know things, you start having a feeling what's right for that person. Where do you want your ideas come from that land for you? It's about like knowing your product, knowing your information, but you so rely on your body as a tool as well to feel what's coming from this person, what's going on with them. And this just adds a whole other layer. It's so it's so fascinating to start to be able to use it. But start with yourself with your business. Start there. That's the best way because it will really land for you on how useful it can be. Yeah. yeah. Because your workshop is on the 4th of September and then on the 5th of September, We've got the challenge in the academy, which is going to be a nice, easy one because I know like challenges, you never get things done. It's, they're so intense and everybody falls off the end. So these are every other day. So everybody gets a break. It's like oh, good for spring. Like all need motivation now to get oh, the things done. And I love listening to your stuff because it, it reminds me. We often forget the things that need to be, we need to tick the list 
tick the boxes of what we need for our business to make it tick over smoothly. And I always love the ideas you bring. I still go back and look at those, you know, your little tips in what you give to help our businesses run smoothly because it's a whole other thing, managing your business, never mind treating patients. Oh, yeah, totally. That it's two jobs as it is anyway. You're seeing clients, you're running your business, you're doing all the background stuff and people who don't run their own business don't understand. And it really helps if we've got a little bit of woo going on, not a lot, you don't need a ton of woo going on, but it helps to have that other aspect as well going on to be able to figure out this little bit extra, this other, this this other way of looking at things and visualizations with for yourself, with others, they're great. They help move your clients, move you forward as well. Once you start doing them, once you start trying them out. Yeah, because it's we've got to get ourselves, we've got to get our ducks in a row business-wise, but we also have to get our ducks in a row in a mental space as well, in a mindful space and starting simple things like journaling. So I'll start journaling once a month, 24 hours, and then I'll stop doing it again. Maybe then it'll be like, oh, turn over a new leaf, start journaling. That doesn't happen. So anyway, there we go. There's my honest moment there, everyone. Don't you find you reach for those things when you feel like you've hit a crossroads? And it's like, what is next? I'm the same. When my life is hard is when I meditate the most because it's like, I need to step out of the stress and I need a broad perspective. And, you know, I find sometimes like walking is really meditative for me. I have all these ideas, information lands, like the shower. (laughs) Even when I do yoga, it can land. This could be a great start to your challenge in that people are at crossroads. Like, do I need to focus on this area more in my business or should I do groups or should I do one-on-one or what kind of program should I offer? This will give them more clarity on what area most suits them. Absolutely. And that's what you need. You need to know where you're going, where you're headed, what your dream is, what your goals are, what it is that's out there for you that makes your life and your business work the best way it can and the calmest way. And the it is the easiest way, but at the same time, I mean, our job's never easy. We've all got an empathy suck going on the entire time. We are just like endlessly empathy sucked by our clients. As naturopaths and healers, we are all we are empaths because we feel empathy for others. That's why we step into the service industry. Yeah, that's why we want to help on the level that we do because we have this passion for service. And that's part of what I teach as well is like what is yours and what is somebody else's and be really clear about allowing them to be where they're at mm-hmm. and not having to look at your belief systems and even having to carry that load. You have to carry them across the line. Where do you ask then your clients to step up and do the work to carry their load and allow them to do it. Allow them to show up for themselves. Mm-hmm. These are such deep belief concepts that we have. Because mm-hmm. as kids, we are empaths as kids because we are trying to support others. We're trying to be loved more. And if you are more empathic, that's your language of love is you see what's needed and you step in and provide. The, yeah. the problem with the belief system is that we often, we give too much of our own energy to do that. Yeah, that's just it, isn't it? We've got to make sure that when we do our job, We get our clients to do their job too and do their part. And that is a huge problem because people don't necessarily do their, that they're expecting that magic pill. And we often behave like we are the magic pill and we have magic pill and they're not doing their part of the bargain. They're not stepping the odd client to have, you know, nothing's changed. Why has nothing changed? I can't understand why nothing's changed always comes out of their mouths towards the end of the appointment when I'm feeling dreadful, like, well, you know, I haven't done anything, I haven't achieved anything. And they'll turn around and go, oh, no, decided not to get the product or we haven't used the product because of what I Googled. And it's just like, well, great. Why are you here? She can do it all with Google. Bye. 
And of course, you've lost a load of your confidence and strength because you're thinking, I'm rubbish, I'm terrible, I haven't achieved anything. And of course, no, it's nothing to do with you. They're not pulling their, they're not pulling their weight. They're not doing their half of the bargain. And you're just giving all of that empathy and all of that support and they're not doing their bit and they have to do their bit too. And that's part of the consult process. It's part of making sure that we can get it done, work it out and get them working and doing what we need them to do to for success. Boundaries and expectations, isn't it? And it's about us getting clear about what does the client need and being clearing with being clear with them about what we require of them to show up and work with us because it's a working relationship. Now, I think it's probably time to go, isn't it? We've been on here quite a while. <laughs> I'm looking forward to your challenge. It's going to be good. I need I'm starting new things. I need to tick some boxes as well. So I'm hoping to get clear in my visualization about what I need next and then using your challenge to help me action it. That'd be fun. Yeah, it'd be really good. We look forward to your workshop on the 4th of September and my and the start of my challenge on the 5th and that's just getting ducks in a row people it's um get sorted September coming up it's been great having you on Leslie and thank you all very much and thank you all for joining us everyone and we look forward to seeing you all again when we see you all again awesome thank you G bye see ya bye thanks so much for joining me today don't forget to rate review and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you. Here you'll find part two of the herbal discussions, more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice. Bye for now.